0: The gospel for this evening, Monday, Thursday, comes from John, the 13th chapter, verses 1 through 17 and 31b through 35. Now, before the festival of the Passover, Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart from this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. The devil had already put it in the heart of Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, to betray him. And during supper, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, and that he he had come from God and was going to God, got up from the table, took off his outer robe, and tied a towel around himself. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and wipe them with the towel that was tied around him. So if I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you are you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have set you an example, that you should do as I have done to you. Very truly I tell you, servants are not greater than their master, nor are messengers greater than the one who sent them. If you know these things, you are blessed if you do them. Jesus said, Now the Son of Man has been glorified, and God has been glorified in him. If God has been glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and will glorify him at once. Little children, I am with you only a little longer. You will look for me, and as I said to the Jews, so I now say to you, where I am going, you cannot come. I give you a new commandment, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also should love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. I believe this commandment to be a summation of the very center and goal of the Christian life love one another as Christ has loved us. Now, I also understand that this text has been cast aside by many of us. It's been cast aside as being too idyllic in a world full of harsh realities. It's been cast aside as the epitome of what we are to be, but always Striving for it from a distance. It's been cast aside because we claim it's not possible. It's been cast aside because we claim it's never going to happen. It's been cast aside because we think that Jesus can do it and we cannot. But, I think we I think we are wrong to cast this one aside. This is the mark of discipleship. This is the way that people know we are disciples. This is our core and our center, to love one another as Christ has loved us. I believe in order to do this, it is good to reflect on love, what it is like to be loved, and what it is like to love another person. Do you remember having your feet washed as a kid? For some of you, it may have been a pleasant experience. For others, it may have been a terrible experience. I do remember having my feet washed as a kid. I remember playing outside and running, sometimes barefoot, but not often, because, you know, a farmyard has a bunch of stuff (laughs) in the grass and on the ground. I remember... Walking around all day, up and down the gravel driveway, riding bikes, and playing, and working, and and all that kind of stuff. And at the end of the day, especially in the summer, my feet would be terrible. And from time to time, we would rinse them off. And when I was very young, either my mom or my dad would help. They made sure every part of my foot was clean, despite the fact that it was probably a little gross. They made sure the heel was clean. It made sure in between the toes was clean. The top was clean. All around was clean. I was always fascinated by the incredible care they took to make sure that my feet were clean. Because every time I did it at that age, I missed a lot. <laughs> they were good at it. As I grew up, I noticed the other ways that I was loved. I noticed the way that Kristen loves me. I noticed the way that my family loves me. I noticed the way that the church loves and shares love with me. I've noticed so many different moments of love in my life from friends and strangers. And the ones that impact me deeply, I carry with me. I carry the feeling and I carry the story because I want to learn from them. I want to be able to do those types of things for other people. I want to do my best impression of my mom and my dad and the care that they took in washing my feet. I imagine you have stories, too, of the love that's been shown to you. Maybe from parents, but not always. Maybe from friends, maybe from strangers. Hold on to those. When Jesus tells us to love one another as Christ has loved us, I believe we are meant to hold on to every story, every good thing that has been done to us and for us. Because these good gifts come from heaven. These good gifts indeed come from God through the hands of others. When God tells us to love one another as Christ has loved us, God is talking about our very best. God is talking about making sure every part of the foot is washed, not just going over it quickly. Our very best is hard to give all the time. That's another reason that this has been cast aside, right? We don't think it's possible. But I think it's the one thing we should be trying to do. I think, and I know this might make some eyes roll, but I truly believe that here in this story, this commandment is meant to be more important than our productivity, more important than our desires and our wants, more important than the plans that we made for our lives. Our calling as Christians is first and foremost to love one another as Christ has loved us. It becomes quickly cumbersome to do this. It becomes quickly complicated to do this. We're living in it, aren't we? It's out of care for our neighbor that we are in social isolation right now, social distance right now. And yet we realize just how complicated this all is, and I don't even think we see the half of it. Nonetheless, we have dived head first into what can only be described as an act of love for our neighbor and the stranger. Yes, we've been compelled by law, but I see many of you as wanting to do this, understanding the need for this. Life gets complicated when we love one another. I think we're meant to dive with fear and trembling into the complicated, into the convoluted, into the mess that inevitably ensues, trusting that the sign of this mess is not a sign that we are messing it up, nor a sign that we should forego love for one another, rather When we try to love one another and it becomes messy, it is a sign that God is indeed moving and doing something. It's a sign that things are changing and being rearranged from the way that they were before. And from time to time, that is good. Love one another as Christ has loved us. This evening, if you're using the worship materials, you'll have the opportunity to wash either the people you are with's hands or feet, or your own hands and feet. I invite you to take time and care. I invite you to dive into the messiness of that. If you're not comfortable with this process, that's okay, absolutely okay. Washing a hand or washing a foot is not the only way to show love. But whether you're washing your own or washing that of another, take care. Take great care to make sure you do as best you can. Take great care to show love for that person. Make this a starting point of your goal for every day from here on out to wake up and look at the world and try to figure out how to love it, to love all the people, all the creation, all of it. Thanks be to God for, for Christ, the one who got up every day, the one who gets up every day, the one who will get up every day looking at the world in love. God be with you. Amen.